Hello everybody and welcome to today's podcast. Today we are delving into the world of war coverings and we have with us David Johnson, the Managing Director of Newmore War Coverings based in Wales. David, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hello Debbie. Hi. It's a pleasure to have you. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you. Great. Could you share with us um, a short story? Because Newmore, of course, was founded in 1967. Um, the story of Newmore War Coverings and your role as managing director of the business. Yeah, as you said, though, yeah, we were founded in uh, 1967 by the current owner's grandfather. Okay. Um, so uh, it's actually a bit of a sort of dynasty of, of wall covering manufacturers and. Um, uh, people who are actually used to sort of dealing with uh, PVC and Plastisol. Um, so over the years, we've expanded, um, delving into the hospitality markets, um, particularly within the UK. We started by working with a number of distributors in the UK who, who bought from us as a manufacturer. Um, and then we went vertically integrated into the UK and um, hired a number of salespeople to uh, to de- develop that market. Um, so I joined the business 26 years ago now um, wow. by my father, who was the previous managing director for Newmore. And he ran the business for 30 years prior to that. So whilst it's, it's not our family-owned business, um, certainly it is in the blood. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. So um, yes, it's uh, it's something which I've known from a from a very very young age, um, and I've known this business um, as Newmore, uh, and obviously the various um, outlets and sales channels and technical challenges that we have as a business um, over those many many years. It's a lot of trust there, isn't there? There is, there is. The yeah. the, the uh, ownership of the business has been um, very good, you know, to, to both my, myself and my father over the years to, to give us the space and the, the trust to run the business and, and develop the business um, to be able to, you know, deliver a, a, a sustainable um, company that can uh, give them uh, the profits moving forward. Okay. So just to, just to identify that you make you manufacture wall coverings using flexographic and digital technologies across a wide range of styles, don't you, for the hospitality and contract sector? We do indeed. Yes, yes. Mm. Um, uh, well, the, um, the the flexographic uh, printing is something that we have been doing obviously for a long, long time, and that's yeah. the more traditional method. Um, mm-hmm. And within that, we hold not only our you know, standard X stock collections, uh, yeah. we also do a vast um, number of meters for custom as well. So you know, people are able to mix and match various different colors, embosses, prints, etc. Yeah. Um, and then the, the digital printing it was actually um, brought into the business. Some time ago now, it would probably be, I tried to look it up prior to us meeting. Mm -hmm. It was something in the region of 20 years ago, which sounds a very long time ago. It was, yeah. But it was. It it was, although we weren't printing it ourselves, um, one of our technical managers was able to 
use that technology, which was already, you know, being used for signs and, and um, mm-hmm. other uh, uses, and applied it to contract vinyl wall coverings. And at the time, we had a contract with uh, with HSBC. That was one of our first digital um, projects. Um, and since then, we've gone from strength to strength, um, introducing our own collections and, and purchasing um, digital printers to allow us to um, put our own our own designs on and uh, keep and up to date with the technology. Keep that um, out there. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, the different inks and everything. What would you say, David? What makes New More unique in the marketplace? You know, it takes it. it it's it's rare for family businesses to survive that amount of time. So there must be a very unique um, point in there. There's something very, very special in there with Newmore, isn't there? Yeah. There Again, I, you, you were good enough to give me some heads up on some of these questions. And I've, I've tried to give it a little bit of thought as to where that was, you know, what is the unique, what is the sort of USP yeah. about Newmore? And I think, for me, at least, it is that family-owned business. It's the fact that mm-hmm. we're able to turn quickly. You know, we're able, we're very flexible. Um, you know, we've, we have that heritage within within the business. We know what we're talking about. There's years and years of experience. Um, there's a number of employees that are working for us that have worked for forty plus years. So wow. we know what we're doing. And, and I think it's the passion um, that within the business that, that that makes us unique. Everybody's invested in it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so so important, isn't it? Really, it is. that whole, all of that legacy. Tell yeah. me then, how many countries do you now operate in? Currently, we're in about seventy-five countries globally. Oh, wow! Um, so that's that's growing. Uh, Probably over the last 15 years, um, going out, I spent a, a number of years on the road myself and um, uh-huh. now have a, a colleague who does that. So developing those regions has been paramount to um, obviously growing the business and, and giving mm-hmm. us those foundations. That's great. And how, how are the wall coverings sold? Are they sold through interior designers? Are they sold straight to, straight to the architect specifiers? How does it? How does the business model operate? So generally within the, the contract market, um, mm-hmm. the, the salespeople that we employ, but also our distributed salespeople, would be right. working with interior designers. So the interior That's designers right. would be contracted via the, the clients to, whether it's a hospitality project, a healthcare project, whatever it may well be, to pull together various schemes. And those schemes would have fabrics, carpets, wall coverings, as well as a, a number of other FF&E uh, items. And our our role within that is to not necessarily sell, because I, I, I'm very hesitant to say we have salespeople. They're there yeah. to consult with the interior designers and find solutions for them. Almost product managers, really, aren't they? It is, yeah. They, they yeah. have to kind of work with them. They have to look at the designs. They have to look at the, um, you know, what specification is required. You mm-hmm. know, uh, working through all of that to make sure that you know we as a business can deliver that that project for them. So it's from there. Once the specification is gone, we then follow up with the contractors to ensure that. You know that the product gets to site um, in a timely manner to uh, 
to help get it up on the wall. Yeah, it meets all the right specifications as well. We'll come on. We'll come on to that little that large question. Yes, a <laughs> large question that is often very misunderstood. Um, yeah, we'll come on to that one in a minute. So, uh, so I guess just to recap, there you must be producing many, many millions of meters of wall covering there in Wales using both flexographic and digital technologies now. Absolutely, yeah, and it's it's growing every single year. Um, obviously, like most companies, had a, a slight dip, you know, through COVID. Yeah. But um, since then, every year we've had at least a, a twenty to twenty-five percent increase in output, which is you know phenomenal. Um, That's very impressive, isn't market. it? It's, it's yeah. You know, and we're we're taking on new staff, training people all the time to to use the uh, the equipment that we have here and uh, branching out into new markets all the time do you find do you find down on the on the on the uh, factory floor then do you find that your technicians switch between analog and digital technologies or do they specialize in one or the other generally we have them specializing in in one yeah. area so um to make sure it's consistent mm-hmm. um i think as, as you'll know debbie that the key to um to our markets is consistency you have to make product the same every single time you know although you know there are batches and everything you really want to be maintaining extremely high standards particularly within the commercial world um and obviously when you're shipping it all over the the globe you know the last thing you want is uh, is problems on the other side uh, in australia or anything so it's very very important for us that our, our technicians are are driven and specialised in the, in the particular area that they're working in. Do you think it's been helpful then for your digital workflow to standardise that on your analogue workflow? Because, you know, I know from just the wider world of digital out there, there's a lot of people don't really understand manufacturing standardisation, which, you know, is a big part of any analogue process, whether it's textiles or wall coverings. I guess you've been able to mirror the same disciplines over to the dig- digital print shops so that you can you know, color management is as tight as it possibly can be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, transforming some of those uh, procedures and um, yes. various other points that we have in, uh, you know, in place over to that digital studio, it, it, it is important. It's been very, very useful to be able to do that. We have had, there are slight changes, slight differences mm-hmm. that you have to do. Um, but yeah, generally transforming them across and all being on the same site has been, you know, very, very useful. I guess though as well, you also have um, clients choosing semi-planes or embossed textures in specific colours, colourways, you know, to planes, and then coordinating those with prints that are perhaps going to go on the same embossed texture, but it's a huge piece of wall art across, you know, five or six, ten metres. So there's, you know, there's a lot of skill in the design studio to bring all of that together so it's pitch perfect on colour, isn't there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's very, very important. Colour is, is key to what we're doing. Yeah. Um, it's very, you know, to have that consistency, and we've invested, you know, thousands and thousands of pounds in technology to help us maintain those, um, that, that, yeah. those colour standards. Um, but So, yes, and as I alluded to um, previously, Having them both on the same site means that there's you know good collaboration between them. You know, people can interact and move and 
and make sure and work together to get the uh, the right colours and the right product. Do you use you know do you use the the digital technology in reverse then as well? Do you actually use it to sample patterns that are going to be you know engraved? Yeah, absolutely. Certainly in the yeah. first instance, it gives uh-huh. us that flexibility to be able to have a look at patterns and make adjustments to them as we see fit, um, color them up, and actually have a look at palettes. Uh, we've even done some product testing before investing in um, any tooling. So actually, you know, done some A4s or A3 um, color swatches and shown them to the market to get some feedback. It, it really has opened the door massively um, to get you know to narrow down what we want and um, be able to get a higher return on the products that we're uh, actually manufacturing. Do you see huge efficiencies? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The guesswork, you know, is decreasing uh, significantly. Does <laughs> that give more creative time? Yeah, exactly, exactly. With it, which the designers love, so they can just do yeah. whatever they want. It's brilliant. It really is. Yeah, that is that is one of the great joys of digital, though, isn't it? Really, that you know, you can just try a small piece there, there, and then straight from you know in the design studio, straight from the CAD onto literally instantaneously. There's nothing better than having those sampling machines in the same room. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it really has been a huge step forward to be able to have that. I mean, we had an instance just recently where, you know, we can print off two or three meters, put it on the hanging wall, and we can all stand around and and sort of judge, is it right? Do we want to move anything? Is it in the right place when we're engraving it? And, um, you know, just to be able to have that facility has has been sort of a big game changer, really. Well, yeah, because once you've... you've press the button on, engra- on gravure and engrave that's it there's that's no way it. back it's, uh, it's fixed that's right. <laughs> yeah yeah we touched on that earlier because i've done that in my previous life as well how you know you can reuse cylinders for many 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 years to create lots of different surface effects they are ultimately you know a lot of metal but they're ultimately quite sustainable aren't they oh yeah yeah we're uh, as as you said you know we have yeah, you know, one thousand five hundred to two thousand different rollers um, that we've had for many, many years, and just put new designs on them all the time. You know, uh, dechrome and rechrome the new design on it's it's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic to be able to do that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Do you still hold as much stock, David, as you used to? Is I, that has I would that say changed? I'd say no. Our stock has probably decreased. A little bit, yeah. Um, not as much as I'd like to, because <laughs> uh, we still have customer demands. But yeah, I, I would suggest that our stock has certainly the the meterage has has decreased a little bit, um, and that has been uh, a conscious effort, mainly because of the digital. You know, the digital has yeah. given us a, given us that ability, particularly for feature products, to not have to stock them. Yeah, so exactly. it's, it's yeah. again, it's a huge positive. Do you see yourself moving eventually, you know, for perhaps a couple of product, couple of lines to high speed industrial digital textile, digital wall covering production? Yes, you think that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the industry is definitely moving in that direction. Uh huh. Um, for for printing, I don't think we're quite there yet. Um, mm-hmm. 
but it's not far away. Uh, I mean, I think if you have a look at the, the progress the printers have made over the last 10 years, it, it's, it's huge strides, particularly in the speed that they're, uh, they're able to print the product at. And I think it's the... Speed and- it's that important, that the, the, the perfect twin, isn't it, really? It's the speed, but with absolute colour consistency yeah. all the way through. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, that the, the progress that they're making. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only um, the only downfall they've got at the moment is the, the, the sort of mica, pearlescent and yep. um, metallic finishes. I don't think we're quite there on that yet. But it won't be long. <laughs> it won't be long. Um, and certainly the, the price for the printers are coming down significantly. Yeah. Do you mean that kind of when you're printing on micas, et cetera, you're not getting the bounce of colour that you want? You can't get the vibrancy? That's right, yeah. Or even yeah. if you're printing uh, pearlescent yeah. finishes, you're not quite getting that with the digital. Yeah, it's not yeah. the same. But um, Yeah, it's just, just a quite – it's not standing on top. It needs – it needs the support kind of, yeah. It's almost like when, you know, putting down, I mean, they're doing so much innovation in white technologies, you know, yeah. just being able to put, you know, we used to use that in textiles all of the time to support colours, you know, opaque white's not nothing new. But once that kind of technology can find its way at high speed into the wall covering industry where, you know, you're not just, you're not putting a solid white down, you're literally putting a really fine coating of white exactly where it needs it to support and pad those colours so that they can, bounce really right off the paper absolutely yeah but it won't be long it won't no way no, no we don't have to wait any wait long for anything now in this industry it's like accelerating it is. i can't tell you it's so 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 exciting it really is it it's, is. it's amazing yeah. so that kind of brings us around as well to we touched on it earlier the current regulations for wall coverings i think you know it'd be really important really important um and interesting for our listeners really if you could just kind of um, give us a brief guide into what the regulations are for wall coverings and how you see those changing in the years ahead. I think the, the regulations or the key regulations for certainly for commercial wall coverings is the fire yeah. rating. So, you know, we as a business have to have uh, very high standards um, of our fire retardancy within our products mm-hmm. um, to be able to make it, you know, uh, for them to be installed within commercial environments. So that's yeah. that's the biggest um, challenge. Um, now, the, the issue that we have with that is that there's different fire uh, regulations around the globe. So mm-hmm. you know whether you're having them, whether it be installed in the UK or in Europe, um, in in the Far East, Australia, and America, each one of them has different regulations. Um, so you have to kind of adapt your products sometimes to meet those regulations. So that's that's a, a big challenge. The other thing, though, probably that isn't as big an issue. Well, it is a big issue, but it, it's it's becoming a bigger issue is the sustainability of the product. Mm. Um, so you know, we've done a lot of work internally um, to meet a lot of the ISO standards, but um, particularly within the commercial world. Um, a lot of the interior designers and the architects, when they're looking at the, the building, you know, they're wanting um, healthcare product declarations and environmental product declarations okay. um, and looking at your product in a lot more detail um, to, to actually put it forward within the specification, um, which is uh, obviously it's an important and, and the right thing to do. But the, 
the re- regulatory requirements for selling contract wall coverings are, you know, uh, beginning to increase um, as these type of buildings, green buildings, are coming out more and more, and architects and designers are moving in that direction. Have you found you've had to employ new staff to support the um, the design teams for that purely for that purpose? Uh, yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. So I have a, a number of different people now within the um, organization, from polymer technicians to compliance managers, um, you know, obviously quality control, um, all of those people. And, and, and as part of our sales and marketing, um, they have to kind of adopt, adapt and look at those um, questions and what's coming out and what our requirements or are, all of our technical team are looking at them and challenging our uh, raw material suppliers to provide us with other products that are more sustainable. So important, isn't it? It takes it takes a lot of time, but the investment, you know, will pay off in the long run. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm afraid that's the you know we're, we're not <laughs> is, not yeah. um, you know the 1990s anymore. Product, you know, it's. People are looking at the environment and, and how sustainable the product is a lot more. Um, and the the price of those products, whilst may have a slight premium, they are becoming a lot more accepted. And, and that that is the demand of the uh, the sector now. I agree, definitely, yeah. And it's you know it's the responsible choice, isn't it, that everybody has to make? Yeah, yeah absolutely, definitely for the greater good of you know all of our industries, really. Because transparency is here. It's it's not it's not ten years away. Um, we have to be totally open about what we're what we're manufacturing, how we're manufacturing it, yeah. and what we're supplying out there, so that the environments that people purchase and enjoy and visit are all certified as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and you mentioned it's the way that we manufacture it as well, yes, as well as so- the finished product. It's the way that we manufacture it from the. Mm-hmm. You know the waste that we're producing and how we're segregating that, and what sort of recycled content, and how we're dealing with things. You know, as a business, you know how responsible we are, and uh, all of those things are coming within the uh, our industry, and, and it's it's a, it's a good positive step forward. Never ending change. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> And whilst you're doing all of that, you've got to you know keep production going and supply 75 countries with brand new collections weekly. You've got it, yeah. <laughs> and the odd bespoke job that somebody needed yesterday yeah, got for, it, yeah. for a 500 room hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds very, very familiar. <laughs> it sounds fabulous. It sounds lots and lots of fun. I think I think we've answered the next question, which was how would you describe the the new more customer and which markets you serve? I think is there anything you'd like to add to the? Um, but we didn't necessarily touch much on um, customization and how you um, what kind of markets you're customizing di- wall coverings using digital technologies into. Well, both in the digital and the yeah. more conventional, um, the, the customization, it is an important and large part of our business. Uh-huh. Um, and going back to some of the, you know, the what makes you more unique, I think that is a, a, a big element of it and, and a big reason why, um, you know, we are set up and have been able to help customers with very short runs of uh, customized wall coverage. So whether it be digital or whether it be uh, you know conventionally printed, allows them to 
um, build a scheme around other other products, uh, which we've seen a lot. That that change has been happening now for the last few years. Um, the customization has has been really really important. Um, whereas you know if, you know some of the hotel chains you know many years ago would just want exactly the same look whether you're in Hong yep. Kong or whether you're in Los Angeles. It's, it's changed dramatically now. The interior designers really want to kind of have a more holistic approach to their designing and, and put their own stamp on it. And I think that's where think, we come into it. I think that's their USP as well, isn't it? Exactly. Absolutely. It allows them to build, you know, design practices with incredible creative integrity. Yeah really, and work closely with partners like yourself who are, you know, long-standing family businesses that really understand the marketplace. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you've got it in one now. I think that's that's key to what we're doing. Mm, sounds busy. <laughs> yes. Long may it continue. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, definitely. David, how many collections does, that, does your studio produce a year? And kind of how do you do that? Are they still seasonal or are you new iterations all the time? I think we're, we're developing new designs all the time, um, yeah. looking at different options, as I said earlier, you know, and using the digital technologies to work through that. But we're roughly launching somewhere in the region of, you know, maybe 75 new SKUs every year. Um, now, that, that may come from, you know, a, a few different collections or many uh-huh. different collections. It varies from year to year. Um, but the uh, the design team will be... Um, looking at trends, um, particularly from the, the residential sector, um, from the fashion sector, from colors, many, many different sources. Um, in fact, we do, you know, we're probably one of the few manufacturers that actually put out a trend report every year. Um, and, you know, whether your listeners want to kind of access that, it's a, it's a fantastic that resource great. that we, that we use. Um, on a daily basis to, to build our collections and see, you know, and, and um, new, new colors and new, new textures. It's always really important, I think, for your own design studio to do that as well, because they understand the needs of your customers and their marketplaces too. I think quite often, you know, in the past, people go to the big, huge trend. I, you know, they're all out there in the cloud all over the place. Um, and you kind of get, yeah, you get a global view of everything. Yeah. But when your markets are so niche, I mean, they're 75 countries, but they're still quite niche. You know your customers really well in those marketplaces, and that is your USP. So I think for your design studio to do all of that work is um, it's a huge benefit for customers as well. It, it is. I, I mean, we get umpteen requests for the, the, the trend booklet every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said that, that there's a lot of hard work that goes into it, um, looking at, you know, as I said, all of those different um uh, sources and gathering them up and making sure they're applicable to what we're doing. It's it's, it's great for the, for the studio and for the designers to to use. It's fantastic. We'll definitely make sure we put a link in there. I'm sure there'll be lots of people wanted to download that. Thank you. Everybody loves mood boards and trend boards, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> definitely, it's inspiring. It's Absolutely. great. Yeah. It's really good. Um, we've touched on the next question, but the, the last little bit of the question was really: um, I wonder if you wanted to share a couple of interesting case studies of perhaps how people have used technology. 
Yeah, I mean, there was a number of, uh, or a couple of different case studies um, that yeah. we've done recently, which again, I, I, you know, you were kind enough to give me a heads up on this one. So I was just looking through some of our um, our archive there. I think there was there was one that we've just done recently, which was a collaboration with a fabrics company. Yeah. So again, what this what this showed was that we can, you know, we collaborate with other people, you know, as a partner. It's not a yeah. sort of, you know, we go out, we sell. The interior designer knew what they wanted. Um, and we worked in collaboration with the fabrics company to deliver, you know, what they were looking for. Um, it was a cocktail club in London. It was only a right. small area, but the... Um, the actual, uh, the finished design was fantastic. Um, yeah. And as I said, more importantly, the, the customer got exactly what they wanted. Yeah. So I think the was, days of the silo are over, aren't they? Yeah. Collaboration is, is key to everybody's success, I think, for the future. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So, so that, was, that was one that we've recently done and um, worked on. And the other one was the Leonardo Royal City London. Um, okay. Which again is that's a little bit more of your sort of traditional, you know, hospital, hotel type project. Um, yeah. We did a, a feature wall product for them in their in their rooms, and um, you know they, they they showed that on their uh, uh, on their website as well. It's it's a, a really fantastic finish um, to the project. Actually, gave the character and gave the inspiration that they were looking for. It's fantastic. How many rooms was the hotel? Was it a quite a big project? Yeah, I think it was a couple of hundred rooms. Um, wow. I don't know off the top of my head, I'm afraid, but yeah, yeah. it's a good sized yeah. project. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill to specify that and get it all right, delivered on time. Time all well. <laughs> <laughs> with all of those, you know, delays that happen in builds like that. I mean, it's that it's literally you know choreography on a daily basis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't envy the uh, the main contractor no. for that one. That- <laughs> But uh, thankfully, we fulfilled our side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The wall coverings were there on time, which Ouch. is fabulous. Oh, that's great. We're running a little bit short of time now, David. Can I just ask you um, the last couple of questions, really? Um, if you if you had to summarise quickly, I guess the benefits of digital technology on it, in its on its own, or just in the way that you've been using it to support your you know conventional production. What what have been the main benefits for of this of those technologies for new more wall coverings? I think the digital printing has been a, a massive step forward, but probably mm. one of the biggest benefits has been to say to a customer, "What do you want?" There's it's it's a limitless design here, limitless colors. What do you want, and we can do it. Yeah. And, and I think just having the ability to do that um, has just been you know, it's been a game changer for the industry, not just Newmore, um, and for the interior designers to really put their stamp on the on the projects. Oh, that's great. You missed something there, though. You have to have an incredibly talented design studio well, to ask me. somebody what they want <laughs> and then be able to deliver it. Which, thankfully, we have got. <laughs> you do. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> of course you do. No, you obviously do. So it's fabulous. Thank you so, so much, David. It's been brilliant. What's your vision for the future and what's next if you had a wish list for new more wall coverings? I think for for our business, we need to ensure that we we continue to grow. We continue on the path Mm -hmm. that we're on. 
Um, I think we've taken some big move strides forward within the last few years. You know, we had a rebrand a um, year and a half ago. Um, and I think we're growing um, with our our reputation and our um, our connection with the design community. And I want to continue mm-hmm. that and grow that and, and, and um, you know, be that resource for that community. And strengthen all of that collaboration. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's, Fantastic. That's David, thank, <laughs> thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure to learn more about new more Walker Rings and how you're moving the company forward um, using new technologies. It's great. And sustainable manufacturing, most importantly, too, I think. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you very much for your interview.